Welcome to the Quarter 3 Podcast for December 4th. My name is Jason McMaster, and my game of the week is not grab-ass. Hi, this is Rob Harvey. I post as chaplain on the forum. I'm having a little bit of deja vu here, and my game of the week is not couriers for the iOS because they can't seem to freaking release the thing. <laughs> this is Scott Dobrzewski, and my game of the week is not Test Drive. Test Drive. Test Drive for Test the C64. Drive. Really? <laughs> not my been, game of the week. Was it your game some time recently? Uh, not since I was, let's see, uh, nine. Oh. <laughs> so, it's been a few months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so yes, now that we're past all the partisan console talk, and we won't talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we can get back to talking about games from all the systems, and from the computer, which is really the best system of all. Mm. Um, and with that... Was <laughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. Was that some hesitation, Rob? <laughs> no, no, actually, no, I think... I think it's interesting now that the new generations are kind of popping up, how kind of close the things, how kind of similar things are feeling. It's like, okay, you got to get your day one patch, you got to connect to the internet, you got to get everything uh, patched up. Well, that you, happened mm-hmm. uh, with the 316 PS32. Yeah, well, it's just, it feels like it's getting a lot closer. The two, I mean, even with like hiccups with needing patches and everything, I mean, it's, it's getting closer, and even the... Uh, yeah, it's it's not too far, but it's starting to feel like. Do you feel like you want to sit in front of your couch, or do you want to use a mouse? It seems like it's kind of where it's starting to break down. Yeah, yeah, and there's certain games that still don't work well on uh, the consoles, so there'll always be room for the PC. Maybe not always room for a console, honestly. We'll yeah, see how Steambox. Yeah, well, yeah, aka a computer. AKA yeah. computer. <laughs> it does seem like the lines are, are definitely going to be where console is PC, potentially. Well, yeah, I mean, and that one literally is. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's when... There's no fancy design going into that. Yeah, but it, it's really interesting to see what the two, like Microsoft and Sony, is kind of doing right now to sort of hedge, to, to hedge their bets and sort of you know, catch that at the pass. I mean, Sony's doing this thing with the Vita, and Microsoft is doing this thing with the media, so they kind of know they're getting close to the PC, so they have to have, like, another angle there. So it's interesting to see how yeah. they take it. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's fantastic. <laughs> Much like NBA action. Oh, boy. <laughs> as long as you don't cuss. <laughs> yes, yes. God, you... I hated that. Well, I haven't gotten a technical foul in quite some time now. Yeah, because you, apparently you you've muted the uh, or or made the uh, the referee uh, unable to hear your cussing. Puncture Joey Crawford's eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it works. That's the way to get out of a technical foul. Yeah, yeah, assault. <laughs> assault. That's right. Now you can't tell anymore. <laughs> so I guess we're still uh, everybody's still happy with their uh, respective purchases. I know I am. 
I just got Rise today, but I haven't played it yet. Um, oh. Would you you get like a special edition or something? Oh yeah, I got the day one baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the day one quick time events or whatever. Oh, no, no. Oh, here comes. Rob. Here comes. Rob, uh, yeah, no, I didn't I, say I, anything I, about about lame zone this time. All right, I didn't say. Anything. <laughs> oh, I, well, I will get there, but yeah. No, no. I mean, as I was saying uh, in, in the in the. <laughs> <laughs> in the podcast that I guess will never ever appear in the ether, but yes. uh, I'm really not partisan. I mean, my main my main box last time was 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 Xbox, and I'm sure I'm going to have both at the same time. It's just everyone kind of needs to take their you know make their first pick or neither pick as as it's early generation. True. It's not, there's no reason to throw out like what a thousand dollars combined for stuff that you know is going to have hiccups later on for release titles that you're not going to care about a year from now. So I don't know. Yeah. I'll care deeply about Rise. I bet. <laughs> Rob, what was it for you? Was it was it Killzone and the Vita and and the price, or like what put you yeah. over the edge? So for me, as I was kind of sitting there comparing the two, I really considered Xbox for for Dead Rising and for Killer Instinct, mm. um, and because I suspect that the sheer momentum will probably carry most of the friends list and most of third party onto. Xbox, which I hope isn't true for other reasons, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but then looking at at the PlayStation, um, I, I have been a fan of Killzone, and I tend to feel that multiplayer games are usually best in the beginning. And when I think about multiplayer, oh, yeah. I'm not really a multiplayer fighter that much, so I think multiplayer shooter is the way to go. And when I look at the kind of gimmicks of the two systems, it's like on the one hand, I have Remote play. I mean, I already own a Vita, so I think remote play is a really, really nice feature. I kind of got a taste of it with Monster Hunter, with having both it, both the Wii U version and also the 3DS version, and how I could kind of just move my save file around and, and play it when I wasn't in front of the TV or even take it with me to work. And then again, when I was playing Skylanders on the Wii U to kind of throw it to the gamepad, and I really, really like the flexibility of that feature. You know, for things like when you don't have control of the television or, you know, or whatever. Um, and then on the other side, it's like I'm looking at Xbox and like, you know, I can't get that thrilled about being able to turn on my Xbox by voice or control it by voice. That seems like such a not interesting gimmick. So when I look at the two, uh, you know, remote play versus the clapper, I'm like, I'll take remote play any day <laughs> of the week. And, and the the game titles won't matter in the end because, like I said, a while from now, no one's going to care about what what was that release. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting though to see if Microsoft keeps trying to score these exclusives because I think Sony does have the edge with the third party titles for those who have Vitas, and I can't imagine that they're not somewhere down the line a year from now going to bundle like a newer, cheaper Vita in. Uh, I just can't see them not do They have to do that. It seems like, I mean, Microsoft is kind of have to throw money <laughs> at exclusives. Yeah, that's... I, yeah, so when I'm, when I'm looking at it, it's like, the remote, remote play is such a powerful feature. I don't know of anybody who's looked at it and went, eh, that's not so great. Whereas I, the people that I think that are kind of not so interested in it now, I can think of at least two names. <laughs> uh, I anticipate... It'll be a big deal at some point down the line. Be like, "Ooh, this is a pretty cool feature," you know. Well, um, for me, I, I didn't have a Vita when I got the PlayStation Four, and, and I, I picked one up um, on the Black Friday Amazon deal. 
and holy crap i mean that the remote play is is completely changes my perception of the whole system so oh, yeah. i mean i mean yeah looking looking forward it's for me third parties i'm really hoping that friends list don't drag me one direction to the other because when you're looking at the same product on both systems i to me xbox has no answer no answer at all to the to the the coolness of the of the remote play option uh, well, and i think that's the kind of to their you were talking about you know like essentially paying for the exclusive well i don't think you said paying but i was thinking of when you said the exclusives of what it came to my head was xbox has an advantage with titanfall and then the whole comment about you know two truckloads of money to make it exclusive and i'm like oh, mm-hmm. i really hope that this generation doesn't come down to essentially like game of thrones on hbo only you know well that, that's what i'm worried i mean it's going to happen though yeah i think that's what's going to happen because so i think microsoft lost it basically with, uh, yeah with, with exclusives yeah, I think Jason's right. I think I think Microsoft kind of has to do, kind of has to play that game because, I mean, I think the only thing that's a negative about the remote play is that so many people probably don't have Vitas, and that it's another pretty big financial it's investment. It's a really expensive PSP that was like yeah. floundered forever. So it's just like the PSP was not the greatest system in the world. I mean, well. Is it, though? Because, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Essentially, you have to. I mean, Microsoft has held a gun to your head and said, you must buy this Kinect for $100. You don't have a choice. Versus, it's not too unreasonable to think, like, or you could spend 150 for a Vita, which gives you remote play. And I'm like... Who's gonna Who's gonna pick a hundred dollar connect over a hundred and fifty dollar Vita? I I just don't know if it works like Remote that. Like, it does nothing for me though. Like when I want to play a video game, I want to have surround sound and my nice television. I, I don't want to lay in bed and play anything on my PS Vita. It's it's not gonna do anything for me. Well, you could still have your surround sound system if you wanted to, but I mean, because I mean, I guess as I'm in the, in the, when I talked about it with Skylanders, I mean it it's Remote play will have its value, kind of depending on what your household makeup is. So, yeah. if you're in a house that you have 100% control of your television and, and, and you know and what what's going to be on when all the time, and you know you're open to any hours doing whatever you want, then it, it will have lesser value. But if there's a time where it's like, okay, yeah, you if you want to watch this, I'll just kind of shoot over the Vita and I'll play it on the Vita or whatever, or you know if I want to walk away and keep playing it or something like that. I mean. I could leave the speakers on or whatever, but another thing is it's kind of neat with it. Is, and I have got a taste of it with the Wii U, but the Wii U really is kind of, it's got its own issues, although it's kind of coming into its own now with, with um, asymmetrical play using the gamepad versus the main screens. The Vita can do the same thing where it can shift information to its second screen mode. It's not really using it now, but you know, with the kind of games you could have on, on a mainstream powerful console i think it'd be pretty cool if you i mean this gets even more expensive but i can see it over time i mean very much like fighting games and fighting sticks certain kind of games really excelling with say having two vitas and having uh unique information to each player and then common information on the main screen well sony is really happy to hear you say that (laughs) (laughs) rob's like get six vitas we'll we'll just uh daisy chain them throughout the house well yeah i mean you look at Street Fighter and how many people bought their whatever their sixty dollars Street Fighter and then just followed it up with three hundred dollars in fight sticks. Well, yeah, that's Street Fighter. I mean, I don't know if anybody's really going to want to play Knack on, on the can for six hundred dollars. 
Yeah, and, and that's the problem. I mean, that's, and Jason, I think you said last week, I mean, that's the reason that you got the Xbox was because of the games, is the game, the launch lineup, uh, Dead Rising. And so, I mean, I think that's kind of Sony's problem right now, is oh, yeah. is is that, I mean, even though, I mean, I'm no fan of the Kinect, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, it's it, it's a, it's kind of cool to walk into the room and, and turn it on and it recognizes you. I, you know, I like that. That's fine. It is. I mean, I like that a lot. But, I mean, as far as it works with games right now, it's it's very limited and, and I just, I don't know. But that being said, like, the games that I've played so far for the new generation besides Resogun, I mean, all, all the my favorites are on the Xbox, so... <laughs> so I guess looking forward, you know, trying to forecast into a future where you don't see, say, the next seven years worth of games, you have the options of games that will build in the use of either second screen or remote play on one side, or you have games that will build in gesturing or talking. And second screen. Because if you're going to do PS Vita, then you have to remember Smart Glass. No, well... Yeah. That's true, but I, I mean, even though remote, you're not sold on remote play. I mean, I think a, I think it, it is a pretty meaningful thing for most people. I mean, for me, I do have control over the television that I have in my office, but I kind of still like the idea of being able to go down to the living room and sit down there with my wife, and we could she could be on the computer or the laptop or watch TV or whatever, and I can still kind of tool around with a game or in bed. I I, I think it is a pretty strong feature yeah you know? sure i just don't think it's i don't think it's a, a to me it's not going to ever be a selling point and right. i don't think it's as big of a deal as as people like to make out of it because i just think that it's you have to have a vita and while right. we're big tech dorks and right. we buy everything not everybody's going to uh, that's why i think down the line they have to bundle it like the i know they're no, they do, yeah, they're they're doing away with that OLED screen. They're going to do a cheaper Vita version. So I mean, like you could see like a, a year or two down the line where they do like a uh, PS4 Slim with a uh, you know a Vita pack in, and I think that would that would matter. It'd still be cheaper than the PS3. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Especially the launch. What was that? Six hundred dollars. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I had one of those. I feel felt it right in the gut. But, but with with people who do have both, and that is like you said, a, a very small margin, and a Vita, which is even smaller margin, I think the, ed, the Sony does have the edge on the third party. Uh, oh sure, if you can just throw stuff to a small device, sure. I, from a marketing standpoint, it doesn't do anything for me, as I said. Uh, right. Because I really don't even like playing mobile games, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, I carry my 3DS with me, and I just get real bored with it. I, I don't know. Well, I, so I, I, well, there's two actually two different thoughts that just hit me. So I'm like, eh, which one to hit first? But when I when I start thinking about this, I also think of like people that you know a year or two ago talking about iOS games, and everyone pretty much at that point was playing it on their iPhones. And then there was you know just the the tech geekies or whatever had picked up an iPad to play these games on the iPad. And there was a lot of like kind of kind of pushback, like, well, why would I you know spend several hundred dollars to play on a slightly larger screen. Man, I've got it on my phone. And then slowly but surely you started to see people going like, wow, I can't believe I ever played this on the phone. It just, it, it creates kind of different, different dynamic for the same product, so to speak. And I think that's one of the, one of the cool things. To an extent, but the iPad's actually useful outside. 
of just being able to play games on a larger screen. Well, I guess, but also if you open up the Vita, you've now also opened up a new line of PS Plus titles for free and a whole new line of products that you didn't have access to before. Yeah, I mean, they, they really are going for that that whole entire inclusive ecosystem, the yeah. Sony ecosystem. They're, they're, like, trying to get the, like, with the PS Plus, they're <coughs> going with, like, the Little Caesars of gaming. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> here, sign up here. Get every app. Oh, well, I mean, every old app. But, but it, and a couple of good ones, you know, oh, I have it. Hey, 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 it's come a, on. It's I mean, a pretty, I, mean yeah. I heard you can get Minesweeper now. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeez. It, it is I got enough stuff, but it's like I kind of feel bad that I bought things when they came out, like just a little while ago, because they're already popping up for free. Whereas well, what, on Xbox, it's like Halo Three, really. I, it's like it's a few games ago. Yeah, there's there's good stuff. I don't know. I I feel like it's it. I can see. I I think I can see where they're going with it, and. You know, I, I think they're playing a, a longer game than Microsoft is doing. Um, but, you know, who knows? I don't know what Microsoft is going to do with this Kinect, but f- right now I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of that freaking camera. <laughs> well, I, just, I don't use it for anything other than logging in, but I also have faith that there will be actual decent functionality since this is a lot better than the initial Kinect. Yeah. So, I'm, so, I'm not going to So we just creativity of the gaming community when it comes to something like that. If they could make the Wii work, I'm sure they could do something with actual motion tracking. So Jason, when are you going to get a PlayStation 4? I don't know. I'm thinking <laughs> about waiting for Second Son, but I'm going to have to see how that turns out. I mean, I, I don't know. After playing with both consoles, I just... I, I don't like the the PA, PlayStation controller. I don't care how heavy you make it or how many blue lights you put on the front of it. I like the Xbox better. I don't know, man. Yeah. It does flash blue, though. But but see, that's the thing, right? I mean, where is the ne- where is the game that's going to push people toward that system? I, I'm a little... I don't know what it's what it's going to be. Uh, so yeah. I, I think either. that's, that's kind of going to be the trick. Is I kind of feel yeah. like right now Microsoft has a very laser-focused, big-name, big-budget buy out some exclusives um, kind of strategy where mm-hmm. Sony seems like they can't commit to the same thing, but what they seem to have is more of a just an, a more fleshed out, complete ecosystem without any of the real cornerstones. And frankly, in my gut, I have the feeling that Microsoft's probably got the right of that. I, I, I think come oh, yeah, tight, no, Paul, there's um, going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a huge problem. I mean, that's the thing that you could say. Say what you will about the long game, but Microsoft did the exact same thing last generation that they're doing this generation, and it worked like gangbusters, at least around here. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, because I, I think if Sony would have implemented a lot of this stuff uh, the last time around with the the PlayStation Three, they wouldn't be so behind. Even though you know what, they just sold two over two million consoles, but still, I mean, I, I feel like they everybody feel. I think everybody sort of feels like they're behind. Uh, and I feel like if they would have implemented a lot of this stuff the last go-round, then they wouldn't be facing these problems because everybody would already be invested. Everybody would have the remote play via the uh, PS3 and the Vita, and everything would be going smoothly for them. But there's a lot of ground that they have to make up, and they're not just going to make it up by having their console be $100 cheaper, unfortunately for them. 
So no, I mean that's that's kind of like with the Wii, which was I mean a very successful console with zero attach rate. You know, so like uh-huh. it's it was great for Nintendo hardware sales. You know, <laughs> but like yeah. then nobody would support them afterwards. I mean, let's uh, take a look at EA with the Wii U. You know. Uh, and also, you know, stuff like Microsoft does, they always get the freaking uh, early exclusives with Call of Duty. I mean, that's like printing money. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see that, what happens. That kind of troubles me from an industry standpoint, that you can essentially buy a market share. I don't like it, but I don't like it anywhere else. I mean, I don't oh. like the television's getting splintered by, you know, what show do you like, it depends on what service you subscribe to, so. Well, I don't know, man. EA's been challenging everything, and that regard for quite some time so yeah microsoft's yeah. got somebody to follow there in the video yeah. game industry <laughs> so. that's right actually i wonder how it would play i mean it, this is certainly possible but say titanfall rolls around supposedly the big thing that they purchased to to really bring the game home but what happens if it turns out that it ends up being slightly or significantly hobbled over the pc version people gravitate towards the pc and then all the third-party titles end up being like, okay, there's slight incentive for whatever reason to get the PS4 just from, from a horsepower standpoint. I wonder what that would do long-term. I think, no, I don't, I think yeah. what you're going to see is that the uh, programming games for the PC and porting them to Xbox One will be an incredibly easy process. So they make one for the PC. And also, honestly, the, everybody talks about the lower power, but the Xbox has different specs than, than just the raw power of the PlayStation 4. There's a lot of like really uh, high-level you know, memory and everything that's easy to access. Uh, and so, I, I don't know. I, I think with the fact that it's going to be so easy to put things on the Xbox, it won't be... That won't be an issue. However, I mean, maybe the PlayStation 4 is easy to program for. That would be a first for Sony, so... I mean, I, I hope it is. Hey, games. Well, I get the feeling they're both going to be significantly easier to to program for for overall round development. Um, I guess what I'm kind of wondering is how it's going to play out. You know, the whole theory that in the beginning of the generation there seems to be some subtle differences between the PS4 and the 360 version, which may or may not be adjusted by patches, blah blah blah. And then the argument being, okay, if we're at the beginning before anybody can really um, efficiently squeeze everything out of the system, what will that look like long-term? Yeah. Well, it's going to probably depend, though, on the install base, because it'll be like what they what the developers did with the PlayStation 3 and the 360, you know? The 360 had sold more units, so they developed for that sort of baseline spec. So, I mean, really, uh, uh, the, the, the P, the resolution thing, I don't think is going to matter. I really just don't think that's going to sway one way or the other. Uh, but... I yeah, know. I mean, you know, if it would, then there wouldn't have been so damn many bees sold. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's mm. a really good point. I think that's a good point. Yeah, I well, maybe. I also think that when this Wii was sold, there wasn't as much. I mean, there just wasn't market penetration with high definition televisions like there is now. So I think people care more now about. But but with that what, said, I mean, I, the the I played Rise on the. Um, on the Xbox One, and, and to me, that's the best-looking game I've seen on either system. And it it's in, it's insane how good it looks. It's probably the best game I've seen, you know, besides Battlefield 4 on my, my computer. And that, it, it, to me, like you said, I mean, maybe 
four or five years from now, the PlayStation 4, you know, has more bang for the buck and can push those those visuals further. But right now, I mean, it seems like both systems can do an awful lot, you know, visually. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know in the end I'm going to have both, and I know most likely I'm going to be fighting on every single purchase between friends list and remote play. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not true, but I think it's <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, you, well, will, you will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all the single-player games are going to be, you know, remote play. No question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day of the week. I'm, I'm, I can't yeah. see this changing, but every day of the week, any any game that's, that's single-player, I'm absolutely yeah. going to get it with the remote play option. Without every a time. doubt. I mean, I, I'm, I'm having a ball with Assassin's Creed 4 remote play. I, I think like it's, it's great. Oh, <laughs> that's really... Oh, it kills me that really... Microsoft's <laughs> momentum, despite what they did, I mean, this is kind of getting to the... Really Honestly, dude, bugs you have me. trophies. You were a Johnny I, come I lately. Feel like, come on, enjoy it. Just, I have a feeling they they just backed right into that whole achievement thing too. Uh, I feel like it was just like genius. They just backed it too. But yeah, you're right. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's bad that momentum is being gained from achievement achievements, gamer score, friends list, and exclusives. That's like, oh, that really bugs exclusives, me. That that's the man. That sucks. Yeah, exclusives. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> and yours is playing uh, playing games in bed on a, f- a fancy little television. A oh, it's fancy fun. Fancy television. Well, and the opposite. I mean, again, this is again a, another techie thing. But I, I look forward to the probable movement of Vita TV coming over to North America because that'd oh, be cool. Because yeah. now you go in both directions. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to take my teeny Vita game and throw it up on the big screen or whatever. You know that that could be also pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I just like the, I like the flexibility and the options of the hardware. That's just what it comes down to. And I'm not I don't feel that there's any options. I just feel like I, I so here's I kind of feel like granted. I, I mean I'm I don't think I'm really parsed. I'm going to have both of them. That's the way it goes. But I kind of feel like on the one hand we've got the stick. On the other hand we have the carrot. I feel like there's kind of like some nice incentives on one side. The other side's like no, we are going to make you like this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like mine without any sort of beating, I promise you. <laughs> it has a lot of really cool functionality. <laughs> well, it also has, uh, I don't know. All the this... television stuff I really like. All the, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that's a difference, because I'm, I'm not really a TV guy. I just cue it all up on DVR. I maybe watch an entire season of something when I have an extra evening, and that's kind of it. So uh, the idea of trying to multitask and picture-in-picture and stuff, I'm like, meh. No, I'm not doing that. That's for assholes. All I'm saying is that I don't want to have to switch back and forth all the freaking time between things. It allows me to. With when I do switch, it's with an incredibly kind of speedy uh, process, which is exciting for me, and it doesn't uh, require me unplugging anything. Yeah, no, it's quick. I mean, there's no, it's stupid quick. Yeah, it's crazy uh, how yeah. quick it is. Um, but. Yeah, that's the thing that really impresses me the most, like being liberated from the Xbox 360's dashboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never liked the crossbar. I know everyone and their mother likes it. I just don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's better on the on the PlayStation 4. I, I feel like it's it? easier. Yeah, it is. It's a little bit more streamlined. You have the regular old uh, crossbar like up top, and then your base, your base interface is pretty much like all the games that you have and some basic like the friends list and everything it, it's yeah. better i like the interface actually a lot better than i like the uh 
the Xbox interface. Yeah, I mean, which is not hard to do. It's Windows 8. But I do like the speed at which it changes. And I will say it's not as donkey as Windows 8, at least. So. Yeah. Uh, is it still kind of ad-heavy? I mean, I, is that are they not still yet. Kind of really no, pushing that actually, angle? No, there's, I, haven't, I don't even remember ads. There's on the main screen. There's a small ad on the lower. Yeah, on the lower right. There's a small ad, and then when you go I'm over, never on the main screens. <laughs> For like two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, you can barely see it. Yeah. And then on the uh, the like store movie game screen. They'll have like you know an ad for whatever movie they want to sell, but it's not a it's not in your face. Unlike the the game stuff, like the way they want to sell you stuff in their games that you've paid for. Yeah, that's, I actually, that's in your face. I haven't really encountered that yet, but I haven't played Forza, so. I, yeah, in Dead Rising they don't do it. In Rise they do it, but it kind of really doesn't matter. Forza is really the game where they stick it to you. So no. they're opening up like microtrans and everything? No, no, I don't think so. Well, I mean, well, I mean, out of two of the three launch games, Rise or AAA launch games exclusives, Rise and uh, Forza, they are, and in uh, Power Star Golf, they do well, it. Well, yeah, but that's like basic, right? Free to play. Yeah. And, well, not free well, to play. Well, uh, twenty bucks, but you're yeah, right, and it's yeah. not it's not a big deal in that at all. I don't have no. a problem with that. Yeah, that makes sense. So. And then they have a, a you know true free to play games like uh, Killer Instinct. So yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, on the PlayStation but, side, they've they've kind of brought in the, the free to play. So I mean, I guess it's fair to say that both sides are kind of testing the waters on on uh, extra revenue streams. I guess. So. Well, I think Microsoft is much more aggressive. I mean, the Forza thing is 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 not. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. No, I but, mean uh, I'm not either, to be honest with you. But I do have to almost kind of agree with Tom on this, where. You know, people people ask for this, whether they know it or not, by constantly buying freaking DLC and stuff like yeah. that. You know, no, when, it, once you open the door, it's hard to close it. Yeah, no, he's right. He, yeah, he's right. Yeah, we've lost that battle. <laughs> if we, well, yeah. how much have we lost it? I mean, I've seen some pretty scary numbers on how much it cost to play Forza, I guess, in the end. Oh, hold your tongue. We'll get to oh. that. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know nothing. I just got that today, Rob. No spoilers. Actually, Sarah's going to wrap it up and put it How on. How could I spoil it? <laughs> Let me tell you, oh my god, when you get to the second level... Oh, uh, spoilers. Third, I'm just oh. pretending to be Tom. There's nobody here to cry about spoilers. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, well, alright. Let's shut up about uh, consoles and get to games of the week, which are probably on consoles. So, uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> Scott, how about you go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So, yeah, my, my game of the week is Forza 5. Uh, I talked a little bit about it last week, so I don't want to go too much into it. I just want to talk about how I, I basically ruined the game for myself. Yes! So, oh. <laughs> so the, the best thing about... This uh, this edition of, of Forza, aside from the Drivatar stuff, which which is actually you know really That's cool and meaningful, kind of awesome, yeah. is uh, you know it looked like they fixed their economy problems. In in prior games, you would just be be showered with cars. Money didn't mean anything. You didn't really have a sense of uh, progression at all because you would just jump from car to car to car. Here, it's much different because you do have to buy all your cars with credits or, or real money. Um, 
So I've been really liking that a lot. I've been working my way up through the leagues. I've been purchasing, you know, being very conscientious about my purchases. Uh, but then this weekend, uh, th- or last weekend, uh, they had a uh, Black Friday sale <laughs> on oh, in-game. God. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <It's not right. laughs> no, this is just this is just the beginning. You sound like me. Uh, That's like how I operate too. I'm like, yes. I, I, I'm, this is fine, and then it's like, oh, a sale. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was really liking it, but then they were like, okay, you know, just for three days, we're gonna, you know, fifty percent off credits. Or money, whichever you want to spend, on all of our cars. So I was like, okay, you know, I have 350,000 credits, which isn't a ton. You get maybe like, if you do poorly, you get maybe like, I don't know, 2,500 credits a race. If you do really well, you can get like 15,000, 16,000 credits a race. So it takes some time to earn earn the money. And so I was like, okay, I got 350,000 credits. Uh, what's, what, you know, what, what's a car that I'm going to need soon, but I probably can't afford. So I go and I'm like shopping and everything. And, and I buy two cars that I normally wouldn't able, be able to afford at all. And I'm like, okay, you know, I've only gotten two cars. No problem. I still haven't, I still haven't broken the game. Uh, but then they did this thing where this loyalty program thing, if you like log on to their site uh, with your Xbox um, ID, they, they can figure out, how many Forza games you've played, and then they'll reward, they'll give you credits as sort of like a loyalty uh, thing. So I did that, and uh, they gave me three million credits. So the game is now broken. Yeah, three million credits. Three million credits. And so at that point, like I said, before this whole Black Friday deal, I'd only ever earned 350,000 credits. The most expensive car I ever bought was like 60,000 credits. Uh, after the Black Friday sale, I bought a Ferrari and a Alfa Romeo. You yeah, know, why which, not? Yeah, why not, right? But now, I have 3 million credits. And the most expensive car in the game is only, I mean, it's only 6 million credits. Is that so I'm, Yeah, and that's like some like, I mean, it's like a... A vintage Ferrari, so it's not even something I, I I necessarily would want. So now, to, and most cars, most really good cars are you know a couple hundred grand. So now I I, bas- I basically destroyed the game for myself. Just <laughs> because, buy everything, yeah, for the most. Yeah, part. there's no there's no uh, meaningful economy anymore. It's just uh, so. so. Not only did they sweet talk you out past the sixty dollar line, but. For the privilege of spending extra money, you basically got to wipe out the value of the sixty dollars game. No, no. well, I, ha- I haven't spent any yeah, extra money. money yeah. This he is all got his redemption for the yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I haven't spent any real dollars. That yeah, wasn't going to happen. God. Yeah, come on. But no, so. this is this is. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this is all. Uh, this is all just you know in-game stuff. Just uh, I logged onto one. I just logged onto a website I didn't even know about. And they just they just sent me this money because they they've been getting a lot of, of a lot of heat because to get like to, that that six million dollar car like six million six million credit car if you want to buy that with real money it's going to cost you a hundred bucks <laughs> so so this is closer to the the Grand Theft Auto Five thing where they just dump a bunch of cash on you because they had server problems. Yeah, but that that was I think that was a little yeah. I mean it's basically the same exact thing, but I think in this instance it wasn't server problems, it was pushback on their uh on their, you know, microtransactions. 
Right. Oh, yeah. And and their microtransactions are a little insidious. Like I went in there just to check before we we started this podcast. And so if you if you spend fifty bucks, you get eight thousand tokens, right? And keep in mind the most expensive car is ten thousand tokens. It but if you spend a hundred bucks, you get twenty thousand tokens. But there's no in between. There's no there's no in between. <laughs> And the only way you can get tokens is with real money. You cannot earn tokens in the game. So, anyway. And you, you can't do like a, you know, a, a double credit card purchase where I want this half on my credits and this half on my tokens. doesn't work like that. Oh, no. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I basically ruined the game for myself. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah, well... <laughs> I hope that model is not successful. That would be bad if that becomes the future of games. I, I have a feeling it is uh, because a lot a lot of people are into Forza like pretty pretty hardcore, and the tracks that they release with the game are few. There's not a lot at all, and I know they're going to be adding tracks in the future. And and I you know I people are going to spend money on this freaking thing. I bet you this will be their most profitable one. I bet you it will. So we're essentially in the whole new world of free to play. There was there was the insidious free-to-play and now there's going to be the insidious free-to-play which you have to first buy your entry into <laughs> yeah i'm not sure i i really don't know how it's going to play out in other games i think Forza's is a, a different kind of beast because it really is about the cars and people really do get obsessed with these cars there's no reason to own this this ferrari this 1962 ferrari there really isn't i think oh, there far- is well, I mean, just aesthetically, it's. It, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a C-class car. It's not even like your top of the line. So, anyway, that's why that's that's my game of the week. Forza Five. Good Ruined. Times. Ruined. <laughs> I love it. I hate it. Broken by my own hand. So, <laughs> um, I'll speak briefly uh, about my game of the week since I've kind of covered it before, but it's Assassin's Creed Four. Uh, Black Flag, except this Mm -hmm. time on the Xbox One. And uh, I like it quite a bit. The graphic uh, update and just the smoothness of it uh, it is really nice. Um, Are you you playing on the Xbox One now? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like it a good bit. Yeah, it it looks nice. I mean, it's a pretty decent upgrade, but really where it... Where you notice it the most is the uh, just the speed at which the game runs, um, you know, and uh, very little graphical issues, etc. Uh, yeah, but I, I really like it on uh, on the Xbox One. Uh, I need to get back to it. I I've really had my eye on that one because I really haven't gotten in or been really interested in the Assassin Creeds, but I find myself uh, you know keep gravitating towards the, the little built-in. Uh, Twitch feeds that that uh, apparently both systems have. I keep gravitating towards little, uh, you know, watch the PlayStation players, and I keep watching different channels. And yeah. it looks tempting, very tempting. Uh, I don't know. It, se- it seems like sometimes I watch them, like, oh, that is cool. Like especially the naval battles look really cool. But then sometimes I'm just watching some guy, I don't know, jump around in trees or some little doodad. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm, I want to hunt doodads. <laughs> you don't really well, actually have to do that part. Um, that's just kind of like. Finding extra stuff, extra songs for your dudes to sing. That's really all that is for the most part. But Rob, the, the cool thing about that part of the game, because I have it for the, the PlayStation, 
is a remote play. Yeah, because for that part of the game, I mean, combat is, is a little difficult on, on the Vita. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of tricky, but just running around rooftops and, and looking for chests and, and shanties. I mean, that's actually a pretty fun thing to do on uh, the Vita via remote play. So if you don't want to do that stuff when you're like playing the game proper, but if you just want to hang back and chill out and, you know, get some vantage points, uh, some eagles' nests. You know, it's it's pretty cool to do on on the Vita. So, well, that is nice. Hmm. Yeah, I'm tempted. If I were to get one more launch title, that would probably be it. But I'm not sure. I'm I'm feeling pretty saturated right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, when there's a lot of stuff coming out, and that's like why I was like, ah, I'll just Sarah's going to give me Forza for Christmas because there's no way I can play all these games the next three weeks. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely feeling up to my eyeballs and, and stuff right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Assassin's Creed, uh, I really like it. Um, or all systems, of course. Um, yeah, and I saw it, uh, actually, a friend played it. Uh, I, I was at a friend who was playing it on his PS4, and it, it does, it looks, I mean, they look identical. Uh, very attractive. Um, but yeah. So, Rob, what do you got for us? Oh, you threw me for a loop. I totally expected you to go a different way, and I had a whole other... Yeah, I know you subject to bring up but all right well uh-huh. I, guess I guess i'll just have to to put that one away for a rainy day <clears throat> thank <But> goodness <laughs> <laughs> no actually it would have uh, it's anyway it would have been a side story not a not directly related to uh what he was doing but mm. uh, anyway so uh hmm well caught me off guard let's see <laughs> i know uh, this will actually, I'll, I'll go about to this indirectly. Bro. So, as I carefully take off my nice glove here, smack it around a little bit, and say, Oh, God. Mr. Scott. Fancy. How dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you, sir? <laughs> I was like, Glove? What is he talking about? You have, uh, you have sullied the great name of Killzone. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> He just doesn't know any better, Scott. Take it easy on him, all right? No, no. It's cool. <laughs> He's cut me out of the quarter three multiplayer group. You know, I'm, I'm persona non grata. I understand. I get it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, I was just briefly going to say that um, it is... I, I have been playing a lot of... Uh, oh, to be honest, I, it's hard for me to pick a game of the week because I was just saying, I am feeling saturated. I am just you know, dabbling in this and dabbling in that and, and whatnot. But um, I, will, I will go ahead and mention that I think Killzone is a really nice game. I really enjoy it for what it does. It, it's, you know, apples and oranges with guns than, like, Battlefield right now. And the thing that really kind of stands yeah. out to me is it, it really... I kind of I've talked about it and Scott Fairley, he did try to channel me, or, or did channel part of my, my feeling with it, was tactical multiplayer. But you don't really get a game that feels the way its multiplayer does. I mean, strangely, the, the, first, or the single player has gotten a lot of focus in all of the reviews, and I don't understand it. I've never thought the game really was about single player, but I guess that's what people are going to review. But the multiplayer is really nice, because unlike most games nowadays, it's not quite instant kill. So the time to death is a little longer, which some people roll their eyes and go blah, 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 a thousand bullets, t- 25 clips to kill somebody. But the nice thing is it also comes with this this suite of options where 
where the classes really mesh together and because there's that slight, I mean, I'm not talking like a long time, but you know, just maybe another half second of life on each person, it allows things to really come to light that matter, like energy shields that can be used to tactically block this or uh, scans that can be used for different things. And all these class abilities really start to work together in ways that don't really mimic any other multiplayer game I've played in a long time. And I really, really enjoy that part of it. Um, but that being said, because it does rely so strongly on those things, I can't believe that they didn't include any sort of built-in voice chat feature, which is... No. Oh, you mean Sony's Achilles heel? Well... Uh, not being able to do parties and voice chats and stuff. Well, yeah, but they, they seem to have that. Just for some reason, it was omitted, and the only thing I can think of is the reason why it was omitted is because voice chat's in the end of last generation has kind of lost its value because nobody was using in-game chat because they're all afraid of these potentially mythical 14-year-olds are going to be yelling and screaming all the time. And people would just went to party chat anyway, so I think maybe, you know, Guerrilla Games just went, well, heck, we'll just straight to, straight to party chat. And that's what they have. They have built-in party chat, and that's how you even launch the games and keep everyone together, and it works. But... This is a launch title on a new system, and this is what what really kind of has me scratching my head, and actually, in general, has me kind of not enjoying this fall as much as I have enjoyed the past falls. Is with these new systems and these splintered games that are out on not just the new system, the old systems as well. People who are buying now and buying later, or this system and not that system, the online community is just fractured beyond recognition. I mean, there's people that I absolutely would be playing this game with that just, you know, they're not, they're not in right now or they're not, you know, they're, they're waiting for, for whatever the next game is going to get their attention. And, and the omission of this kind of built-in chat feature for a game that really excels. I mean, excels. And once you have that really works in, it's amazing. But for, to omit that at a time where there isn't the friend infrastructure or the community infrastructure is just a deal breaker. It's a major misstep and I can't believe that they did that and it, and it applies not only to this game but I mean in general with the community, as I was saying just a second ago it means the, this fall season even though there's lots of cool games I'm feeling like I'm playing all these kind of cool games by myself and most of the time or only with you know a handful of people because everyone's playing in their own little corners and I just really <laughs> kind of want to push the fast forward button where we're no longer talking about which system is doing what or which exclusive is where and we all have whatever's probably both systems and we both have fully populated friends lists and it's just a matter about what game's cool and we all just start playing it. <laughs> kind of wish we can go yeah. right to that step because that's what I'm really starting to notice in this generation because last generation when we switched over to 360 and, and, and uh, PS3 sure online was kind of there it was, I'd say it was in its, its stumbling beginner steps, but it really came to age in this last generation. And, and resetting that again with splintered groups and everything, it's really devaluing, I think, the experience on not just Killzone, but I think many games that would have been a much bigger community hit overall. But it's not because everyone's kind of in their own corner playing this, that, or the other on this system, that, or the, or the other system. Yeah, and, and the systems launched so close this time. I think you, you see more of that fragmentation. I think you're right, you know. So. Yeah. 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 
Titan I feel like Fall is going to give a karate cr uh, punch to some some groins in the old uh, friends list area. But uh, it'll be interesting because I I really wonder what's going to happen PC versus Microsoft at that point. I mean it's it's pretty soon, and if, I mean even people who are like I love Titanfall, it's like well do I want to buy a console because they're still probably going to be on first generation hardware. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. There is really good reason to not buy a console out of the gate, contrary to what we've been saying. It's, you know, maybe the, the incentive is, well, hey, I already have a computer that runs it. Let's go here. And then other people are like, well, no, I already got a launch system, so we go there. And then, again, the community is fractured, even on a game where probably everybody's going to be playing it. Well, right. I, I mean, and I just, I don't know. Uh, for those games, I've... I've never really played Call of Duty on the PC. I always played it on a console. And uh, if Titanfall is made by basically the same guys that did you know, Modern Warfare, then uh, I don't know. It'll be kind of weird. I'll, I'll have to see. You know, I always played Battlefield on the PC, but never the Call of Duty titles. I don't know why. Yeah, well, that was just what came to mind. Is when it came time to decide on Battlefield 4, to me it seemed like a, a no-brainer given the... Well, yeah, the differences between the two. Yeah, <laughs> like and yeah, the huge matches as compared to say not huge matches. However, supposedly that's on the consoles, but I've heard that it wasn't working for the PS4 at least for a good while. Yeah, from what I understand, they're still having problems with that. But I mean, I also am frustrated. And the Xbox C I mean, version. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Battlefield in general is having problems. So. I haven't had as many issues as a lot of people, but it is kind of wonky. It's it's a game I really want to enjoy, but I I kind of. In the with the plethora of other things sitting around, I'm kind of like eh, it's on the back burner because it's so frustrating to go yeah. through a round, have everything going your way, and then you get booted. Or if you're playing with a friend, it's like the friend gets booted, but you're not. Then the friend can't get back on the server, and then you're kind of into it. it's like, do I leave? I don't. Or he finally gets in, but then you get booted, and it's just it it really wears you down after a while. It's like, can, why can't this just work? Yeah. See, that's why I don't have friends, right? Uh, I don't have to worry <laughs> <laughs> about connectivity issues. If I play by myself all the time, I, I like to weep as well, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. I, it, it could be. I mean, Titanfall does certainly have the heritage of, of a more of a Call of Duty, and, and people definitely have playing Call of Duties, myself included, on consoles. But yeah, I, I just think it's kind of one of those things that anybody that's a fan is going to want to play it, you know, I don't know, uh, on uh, I mean, and I don't know, console, for a lot of people, seems like an easier barrier to entry. And you know, a lot of people don't have a PC that would play it that well. Well, I don't, it, I don't know. I think it's too early to say. I think it's, it's going to come down to what, what kind of modes are there and, and what way they're represented on different systems and which one feels like, you know, are they truly identical and what percentage of the marketplace already has a PC that, that can meet the system requirements of something that's theoretically identically created for an Xbox One versus what percentage of the marketplace has already had or is willing to buy a first-generation hardware for. Uh, I know. I mean, I, I don't think it's quite a. No, it's no. A, I'm not saying it's uh, a slam dunk. I, I, I mean, it's a saying. it's a big deal for PlayStation versus Xbox, but I'm not sure it's really <laughs> going to do us any favors about you know bringing together the 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 fractured communities. Yeah, no, that's a valid point. Uh, you know, I'm curious to see if they do anything with a Kinect that would make it worthwhile. Because there's some stuff, theoretically, that's pretty cool with a Kinect. 
But I don't know if it actually works correctly because I wouldn't. I haven't used it like the Forza head tracking stuff, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, if they found something, some novel use for the Kinect, that that would be great. But other than that, yeah, eh, it'd be kind of a toss-up. Depends on hardware. Uh, I mean, you know, computers aren't that uh, expensive anymore, and uh, video cards aren't either. So it's really well, kind of hitting a. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, ones that can play stuff at a like, normal resolution, not like the Hulk smash kind that I always buy or whatever. Uh, well, I think the, I think we're we're at the crossroads where they've kind of been held down financially for a long time, or or how much it cost to, to get a perfectly reasonable computer, yeah. and now I think the gates are going to be opened up again. So there's actually not going to be too hard to talk yourself into spending more money on hardware, and you know, either now or in the near future. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, it just it gets more reasonable by the day, so uh, it just kind of depends. Uh, but yeah, so hey, that was a spirited discussion. <laughs> we all learned something. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, yeah, I learned not to uh, do Black Friday for car stuff. Yeah, I learned job. the only mm-hmm. reason McMaster would ever walk away from his television to play a game is to go to the can. Yes. And I learned that apparently I'm a Sony fanboy. You are. <laughs> I need to time. reflect. <laughs> you are. You have turned into a Sony fan. So, so Rob, what's going on with Resogun, man? I keep... Ah, oh, Jesus, man, would you just stop it with those? Uh, I assume it's not going well for you, Rob. Uh, I've, I've never really been into the Scorch Ace stuff, and I'm just so into this, that, and the other, but I, I'm watching Scott's scores, and man, he must be really, really digging that game and, and jumping into it any second yeah. he's got. Well, you know what it is? It's just, it's just I, I'm, I never knew that I was competitive with these type of games before, but I just, I see, I check in every day on my friends list, either through the Vita or on the PlayStation, to see who's, uh, like, ahead of me. And just recently, my friend, man, he just, he beat me by a, a lot. And so I, of course, had to spend a whole a whole night trying to reclaim that top spot. Uh-huh. But uh, but I've gotten to the point now where I only play it if uh, if somebody is ahead of me. So I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been pretty good for a little while now. Oh. I don't know. I won't have that curse because I'm not really up there. But I definitely enjoy not so much the score chasing, but I really kind of feel like the the hypnotic feel as you kind of get into it. And I do enjoy the game, but it's, I mean, it's like right now is I if I actually have a moment to not a moment, but say a half hour or an hour of time, it's like I really in the second I would much rather be booting up uh, Skylanders because I'm actually really really into the well for me the re-release of it on on the next gen. Mm. But but uh, yeah, I'm curious what what uh, Thomas say about all that stuff. So. Well, we may never know. <laughs> Three bites to the center of the Tootsie Roll Pop. Yes. And with that, I believe we'll wrap it up. Uh, please uh, visit our website, which you're either listening to this on or downloaded it from, and click on a bunch of links that lead to stuff, and if you buy things, uh, hopefully it'll give us money. Uh, I'm only partially kidding. Uh, if you go through the Amazon search on our site, we do get some sort of a kickback from uh, Bezos. So, you know, keep that in mind. Of course, if you hate us, I mean, I, <laughs> you probably wouldn't do that. But then again, why would you be listening? So, hey. Um, please rate us uh, highly on iTunes and 
tell everyone you know about how wonderful we are and uh, send us Christmas uh, gifts. And, um, yeah. So, uh, for Jason McMaster, Rob Harvey, and Scott Devers. Yep. That's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and uh, it'll probably be Tom next week. if, uh, or, or not, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, good evening. Thanks, good evening. I've got the magic in me Every time I touch that track it turns into gold Now everybody knows I've got the magic in me When I hit the flow, the girls come snapping at me now everybody wants some rest all night. Stretch that island temple, blow your mind. Pick a verse, any verse, I'll hypnotize you with every line.